Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats, right here in Lexington. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together, Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking the Cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show, which is brought to you by First Watch, we'll be talking about buckets, and then buckets, and more buckets, because just so everybody knows, I am a bucket. <laughs> You're a bucket. Everyone here is a bucket. We'll also talk about PJ Washington finally having a bad game, Kentucky winning, Mike Anderson hating the officials, and whatever else comes to mind in this comeback win for Kentucky over Arkansas, uh, final being 70 to 66. But we'll start with the most important story Tyler Hero hitting two clutch free throws. Social media went ablaze trying to figure out what he said at the free throw line to an Arkansas player, and Kyle being the journalist that he is, got the answer. That's right. And I had decided from lip reading, it was before the first of two free throws in the final seconds to clinch the game. Uh, One of the uh, Arkansas players, he said number 13, he thought, so that would be Mason Jones, uh, was talking to him and he said, essentially, could you miss one for me? And Hero mouthed something twice that everybody was dissecting in the several minutes after the game on social media, I thought he said, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. But a lot of people said they thought it was I'm a bucket, which I thought I was thought ridiculous because it doesn't make any sense. That's what I thought. So I asked Tyler Hero, uh, are you going to drop the audio in? Yeah, it'll be at the very end. We'll okay. have that. We'll drop it in at the end, uh, and you'll get to hear me curse. But not a bad curse, though. Not a bad curse. No F words. But uh, I asked him his first question, hard-hitting question, first question that he fielded after the game, what did you say? And he said, I'm a bucket. And I said, damn it. (laughs) Because I was so convinced that it was not I'm a bucket. And I said, what does I'm a bucket mean? Because I... I mean, we did our, our radio guy voices last episode. Mm-hmm. Now I do like the old nerdy, over out of touch guy. Like, what does what does uh, I'm a bucket mean? Uh, never heard that expression. <laughs> and he he was like, I don't know. <laughs> Nick Richards said it basically means he's a walking bucket. He's a a human bucket. But either way, pretty cool moment uh, that sort of demonstrates. The, the height of swaggy Tyler Hero, which he's we, we've heard a lot about that already. Yeah. But he had every reason to be swaggy tonight. He had, I mean, I, mean, well, I, don't, think, I don't think it's hyperbole to say he had one of the most efficient offensive games ever at Kentucky. He scored 29 points on 10 field goal attempts. It's unbelievable. He was 9 of 10. He hit 5 of 6 threes. He had 6 of 6 free throws. He had 29 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a block. And... Kentucky loses without him. They were down 15 points. They were down 11 and a half. They were down 15 points with 18 minutes to go. They were down 12 points with 14 and a half minutes to go. And Tyler Hero, in 42 seconds, cut that 12-point lead in half. He had back-to-back threes that, that completely changed the game. That was where Kentucky was – the game was on at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I like In the um, first half, he was the only offense they had. And, you know, much of the night he was – Mike Anderson of Arkansas said they made it a point to take away P.J. Washington. His 10-game hot streak is over. 
He he averaged 21 and eight over the last ten games. He had ended up with nine and six in this one, and uh, two blocks and two steals. He didn't, he wasn't worthless to them, but not great. Two of seven from the field. Uh, well, and the thing five of ten from the free throw line. That's what irked Calipari the most, because I mean, if he makes what just like if he goes seven of ten that's that puts him in double figures right i mean so yeah. 10 points and six rebounds not a spectacular night but a, a decent night and as calipari put it this is that was old pj that was pj from last year missing those free throws and he didn't like to see those come back we might talk about pj a little bit more in a bit but i want to stick with tyler hero um because the moment that i liked when john calipari was at the podium he had the stat sheet in front of him and as he normally does and you know, speaking of old guys, he like takes it and does the like looks, looks at like it, he tr- can barely see the yeah, page. Yeah, like he has to squint really hard, and, and he goes, "What did he shoot tonight?" Because everybody was asking about Tyler Hero. Calipari was being critical of his defense, which probably he deserved. But then he like when he finally looked at the stats, he goes, "What did he shoot tonight?" And he goes, "Wow, nine for ten. Probably should have shot some more balls." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't do it much better than that. Uh, Cal said he gave up 25 points. Okay, <laughs> probably not true because uh, Isaiah Joe uh, was the guy who was getting all the points on him. Only had 19 points. I will say he got 16 in the first half, mostly guarded by Tyler Hero. But if you score 29 and you give up 19, that's I think that works. Um, but Isaiah Joe was great, and you know he Hero did give up nine points in like three minutes because he hit his first three threes. Uh, yeah. Isaiah Joe did. He hit five threes, same as Tyler Hero. Not not quite, not quite, not nearly as efficient uh, as Tyler Hero. One other thing I would point out: we talk about the confidence at the free throw line at the end to say I'm a bucket and then make both. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't he think that? He's now made 52 of his last 53 free throws. He's missed one free throw since the North Carolina game, which and was when- on December 22nd. And when someone told him that stat, what did he do? Or did you notice? Were you tweeting? No, I didn't notice. Uh, Jerry Tipton of the Herald Leader. Oh, he knocked on wood. He knocked on the chair and knocked on wood. And he said, you better knock. He told Jerry, you better knock on some wood for me. Yeah. Um, Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, we'll we'll just jump into that real quick right now because you asked Cal about it. And then I asked Hero about it. This team is a little superstitious. And he admitted, the Hero admitted he's superstitious. He changed his shoes early in the game. Like before he hurt his Achilles, I think. Um, and then Keldon Johnson had a horrible, a horrible first half. I mean, he was a huge liability. He was one for seven, took a bunch of bad shots. Uh, he changed out of those highlighter pink shoes that he and Hagans have been wearing and mm-hmm. w- had a regular pair on in the second half and played better. Um, I mean, Keldon ended up with 13 points, six rebounds, three assists. Um, uh, you're uh, the quote from Calipari after you asked him about being superstitious with oh shoes. My gosh. I, he said, I don't know. I think they have bunions. <laughs> he said, the things he doesn't pay attention to are shoes, what they wear, and tattoos. And he, uh, something about he was afraid of needles, so he would never get a tattoo. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what he said, actually. Um, but so Tyler Hero, I, how great would it have been if he had said after the game, What did you say? I said, I'm a bunion. <laughs> I got bunions. I said, I got bunions. I got bunions. That's why I changed my shoes. Um, you kind of dropped a little nugget there, the the injury that I guess was reported on TV, uh, that Tyler Hero had an ankle injury coming out of halftime. And you couldn't notice it, obviously, the hot streak he was on. But yeah, he after great. the game, he, he did mention that it was Achilles. Yeah, he told me it was his right Achilles. 
Uh, so the pain kind of went up into his calf. He didn't think he was going to play in the second half. Uh, it's an injury. He he dealt with an Achilles issue in that same leg in high school. So that's a little bit of a concern moving forward, something to keep an eye on for him. Uh, I mean, especially now we know he can play like that. Yeah. Uh, if that's a – I mean, that's, that word is scary to me because, yes. like, if, you know, if you are if you have a vulnerable Achilles, uh, we know that if that, if that goes, you're going to be down for a long time. Uh, I mean, if it, if he suffered an actual ruptured Achilles at this point, we would That's not play even next season. No. I mean, it would take more than a year. Yeah. Um, and I don't – like, I would – I really don't know that Kentucky's a national title contender without Tyler Hero. No, not not um, the way they're currently playing with Keldon kind of go- – Keldon Johnson going through a little bit of a shooting slump. So, you know, and I don't, I don't guess there's any reason to be too worried. I mean, he came back and played terrific yeah. and uh, was very bouncy, had steals, had, had dunk. dunk. Uh, that was several a, drives and finishes. So I mean, I guess that if I that wanna, should reassure people, but um, but a little bit scary. I think he was a little bit scared. Yeah, you could kind of see that in his face when when he was talking about it. I want to talk about that one play that he had on the dunk uh, in just a second. But before that, I do want to tell you guys about First Watch. Uh, it was recently voted Lexington's best breakfast. They've got a delicious thing called Million Dollar Bacon, which Kyle Tucker loves and whole family you, loves it. Everybody loves it. How can you not love million-dollar bacon? It's not worth a million dollars, but it is to your taste buds. <laughs> First Watch is just a breakfast and lunch spot. They're open from 7 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. every day, and they get busy, but they have a mobile app, which allows you to check on wait times and even get in line before you get there. They've got three restaurants in Lexington, all of which are locally owned, and there are a few in Louisville and up in Cincinnati, too. So if you're in those areas uh, listening to this show, you can go check out your local First Watch. First Watch. Yeah, it's fresh. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. So that play, uh, I think, was a pretty kind of good barometer to the defensive intensity that where it looked kind of, it was one of those plays where it looked like Hagen's was going to steal the ball then it looked like Hero was going to steal the ball and then Hero poked it loose Hagen picked it up tossed it up for a dunk the defense I think was kind of if you want like a face for the intensity of the defense it was obviously Kelton Johnson in the second yep. half that dude looked like a maniac out there yeah I mean they held uh, they held Arkansas to 37% shooting in the second half um Let's see, where's the three-point shooting? I'm sorry, 31% shooting in the second half. And I know, and I, I, I need to double-check this, but I'm pretty sure the way I read it when I was looking through uh, stat broadcast, they hit before that last three that Arkansas hit, they hadn't hit a three um, since the 1307 mark um, in the game. So they went on a long stretch where the defense on the three-point line improved. Yeah, I mean, at, at one point they were just blistering. I mean, um and the thing is, if Arkansas hits 10 threes to be in this game, from two, they were 13 of 41. That's wild. I mean, you know, and have we even mentioned Nick Richards yet? No, we not. I'm saving him <laughs> for the last segment. He was huge. We'll just tease Literally that. Literally and figuratively. I mean, he had a, a monster game. They had another good game blocking shots. They had seven block shots. That's the one thing. Altered um, some shots. I mean, and, and you're playing against a pro. I mean, yeah. Daniel Gafford is a is a first round pick, and that one play he had, goodness gracious, where he got two offensive rebounds and then dunked it back in. Like yes. you could some of those flashes you yeah. see from him, you're like, holy crap! Yeah. He had two blocks on Keldon Johnson that made him look like a little school kid. Yep. It's like, no, young man, you are not getting to the bucket. And yet, 
Nick Richards, I would say, at least played him to a draw. Yeah, and should be noted, Mike Anderson, who complained a lot in the postgame about a lot of things, said that Gafford tweaked his ankle, which is true because he was, he was out of the game and went back to the locker room. So yeah. Gafford probably wasn't at 100% for the second half of the second right. half. Uh, but regardless, uh, Nick Richards played really well on him. Um, uh, but the defense overall, uh, Kyle, I, I mean, Calipari credited Ashton Higgins for switching on Joe and then refusing to come off of him. Yeah, second half they put him – put. Hagen's on him, and the, the staff a few times said, hey, let, why don't you let Emmanuel guard him and get a break? And he said, nope, I'm good. Well, I mean, I'll have to go back and watch. I probably won't because I don't really care enough to do that from this particular game. But I may try to fast forward through and see. If he guarded him exclusively, then Ashton Hagen's the lockdown defender, was back in full force tonight because Isaiah Joe had 16 in the first half, three in the second half. Yeah. That'll do. That was really, really impressive. That will do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, just the story is that they locked down on defense. Um, and, that, like, that was as much as anything. I mean, Tyler Hero's shots got them going. But, like, the defensive stands in that run they made were, was, were a big part of what energized Rupp Arena. They yeah, got that, that place was, rocking and rolling. Because they, yeah. they had several stops in a row. I mean, they had an 18-3 to run. To get the game tied, well, I guess mm-hmm. it was probably more than that. I guess it ended up what twenty-one to three, probably. I would imagine because they were down fifteen. Yeah, probably twenty-one to three because they ended up going up three on a Tyler Hero three, mm-hmm. uh, and that was. We'll talk more about Nick Richards, but Nick Richards. It was a play where he was fighting for an offensive rebound and got and drew a foul yeah. where they kept possession, and then Tyler Hero ends up making a three to take the lead. Let's uh, get into the officiating. Real quick, I'm gonna get your thoughts on it, Kyle. So, Mike, Mike Anderson, obviously. Well, Mike Anderson thought the foul disparity was was too prevalent, and um, he made it pretty known. Like he didn't step over line. He's not going to get fined or anything. But uh, at one point, he just shouted, "What was it? 32? Is that how many free throws Kentucky, Kentucky shot? 32. Yeah. At one point, Arkansas Mike Ander- shot 15. Yeah. At one point, Mike Anderson just yelled 32. Like during yeah. the, well, <laughs> here's the deal about that. You fouled on what four straight possessions to at prolong the, the game? Yeah, three straight at least. Yeah, so that's a that's a that's four six. Yeah, but Kentucky fouled on the three, so I mean that. So you net two ish. I mean, I'm just saying that like you you intentionally add six yeah. free throws. Yeah, that's like, fair. So so then it's what twenty six to fifteen. Mm-hmm. They also Arkansas missed the front of multiple one and ones. They missed four out of five yeah. in crunch time at the at the free throw line. Um, you know, and Calipari made a great point that they have, and we should we should check him on season stats. But he said that they've made more free throws than their opponents have attempted, and he kind of. And just said if this was you know tonight specific. No, they've. <laughs> I mean, they, they been, have been all year. They've been. That's I know. Been one of their strengths is free throw percentage. That's um, what I'm. I'm kind of getting at is the fact that Calipari said this isn't Kentucky draws a lot of fouls every game. It wasn't just this game. Yeah, hang on just a second. Um, I'm gonna try to pull it up. Also, um, while Kyle is looking up a stat, I will just go ahead and suggest that you all go to my timeline. Find the Mike Anderson press conference because there was kind of an exchange that I think a lot of people will probably find comical. Mike Anderson called out a reporter for asking a bad question, and uh, it was a little awkward. 
But it was a little awkward. I felt bad for the kid. He's a student. And it's but it's a it's a it's an inter- good learning experience. It's I an mean. it's an exchange that is worth a view, and it kind of it kind of solidifies what kind of mood. <laughs> Yeah, Mike, Mike Anderson, Anderson was not happy. But yeah, to Calipari's point, he's not wrong, and he often sort of makes up stats and throws them out there, but yes. this is not the case. Uh, Kentucky has made 495 free throws this season. Opponents have attempted 426. Wow. Kentucky has made exactly 200 more free throws than its opponents. 200! In 28 games. I that's, mean, that's ridiculous. Whatever that is. What is 200 divided by 28? 200 divided da, by 28. Na, na, seven. Na, na, so that's an average na, na. of seven made free throws a game more than the opponent. There seven points a game at the free throw line. That's that's pretty good. That's, that's, that's a pretty huge uh, deal. And, that's and why. Kentucky just, uh, you know, so uh, to Calipari's point, like if that – if. You know, if there's something going on, it's been going on all season. Kentucky, the way they play, they draw fouls. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have a point guard who's attacking. They have a power forward who plays outside in and is good at drawing fouls. Reed Travis, good at drawing fouls. Um, you know, I and and the other the other piece of that is what happened at the end of the game here. Like Kentucky's up a lot on these teams when you when you've won. They're 24 and four now. 13 and 2 in the league so they're still in the they stayed in the race. This would have mm-hmm. been a very damaging loss oh. in a lot of ways. LSU also won tonight. Um but if you're 24 and 4 and you've won what now like 15 out of 16 and you've had a bunch of big leads, people are also fouling you to prolong the game yes. at the end. So that adds to it too. But I mean just their style of play. That's just it is their style of play. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing, what did you make in uh to your to your comment earlier that the officials were bad, the reviews. Yeah, they're just bad overall. Like I think I do think they missed a push off on Tyler Hero at the end of the game. What? You could be mad about that. According to Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero said he thought the guy flopped. Very, very um, like matter of factly, yeah, the guy flopped uh, and looked away. Is Tyler Hero's answer? I've, I mean, I saw it in real time, and they went to the monitor. I thought that's what they were looking at. Yeah, I don't think you can call uh, that though. On well, a- I thought they were looking to see if he threw an elbow, but ah. I don't think that's what they were. Lo- they were looking at the clock. I think. Right, like yeah. Like, shout out to me because I called that. Yes, you, you missed you that. I replied that, no, and I no, said I there. See that. Um, I missed it by. But Isaiah second. Joe said I talked to him separately after the game a little bit because he and Hero know each other. They played AAU against each other a few times, and he he, he basically said like I knew this dude was a baller. Um, but he also said yeah he pushed off at the end of the game. So I mean they probably missed that. They missed some other things. I mean there was a there were, you know for as mad as Mike Anderson is there was a like freaky athletic offensive rebound or defensive rebound. I can't remember which now which end they were on. But I think it was offensive. PJ Washington like jumped over a dude yeah. and grabbed it and he's called for a foul. Yeah. Um I mean, and they're you know weird you reviews. Can go, you there, I just feel like right this season has been a very bad season for SEC officiating. Like, and the calls have gone both for and against Kentucky, and and all it's it's not a Kentucky thing. I mean, look at this Anthony Jordan scandal. I mean, the the official who went to the monitor to give LSU the winning free throws against yeah. Tennessee uh, is has old social media posts wearing LSU gear and saying he's go not Tigers. Wearing it or holding he's it just up, holding it up. Well, and but then there's another was, post. Have you oh, seen no, the other post? Another one. Or he's wearing an Alabama shirt, and one of his friends says that's a that's a good LSU fan settling up the bet. 
like they had lost a game. Oh, snap. So, in, And in both posts, it's talking about going back and forth with Alabama. Oh, there we go. So, I mean, it's a bad, it is a very bad look. Pretty um, bad. For Pretty the bad. league. And, like, you know, they've had – we've already had the – you know the LSU game here, where the the basket interference isn't called and and costs Kentucky a game. You have the the scandal in the LSU Tennessee game. I mean LSU's been the benefactor of all these all these. It looks and like that's so why far. they're going to flame out in the tournament. They've been charmed. Well, and they're also probably playing very distracted right now with their head coach and yeah, the crosshairs. There's a lot of things going on at LSU. Sick. I'm using air quotes. Point card. Um, yeah, that, we uh, should note that Tremont Waters. Sat out for the second straight game. He's been out for a week with an illness. Well, not a week yet. I mean, Saturday to Tuesday. So we'll figure it out. So we'll find we'll out. See. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll keep an eye out. Coming up next, Nick Richards talk. He was really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my impression of Nick he, with the deep baritone voice. So... Yeah. Yes. You are Locked On Kentucky, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Nick Richards is an interesting person to talk to, as always. And as Kyle said earlier, his description of what a bucket is was the best answer we got. Yeah. Um, but he played phenomenal tonight, I thought. Uh, Mike Anderson didn't want to give him any credit. He said it was all team defense. Yeah. But I thought that one-on-one matchup between him and Gafford was just really impressive. His ability to front the post, uh, to play three-quarter man, to get behind. And that's what he said. He said Listen that, to you with all your fancy basketball words. Well, I'm just repeating what Nick Richards told me because I asked him how he played uh, him. And uh, that's what he said. He said the coaches wanted him to mix it up and show him different looks. And he did a really good job. Uh, I mean, the, you know, obviously you're going to get some plays that are going to just make you kind of shake your head. Uh, but you're going to have some wow plays with Nick Richards. And he had a yeah. couple blocks. He had a couple really impressive blocks. Oh, and I almost forgot real quick. I've been to mention this with Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero blocked a freaking jump shot today. Yes, he did. What the heck was that about? Uh, but anyway, uh, Nick Richards, I, I just thought he played really well. I mean, 15 rebounds. Holy hell. Yeah, holy hell. He, I mean, it's the best game in a long while. He, um, Daniel Gafford, who we mentioned earlier, was a first-round pick, huge dude for Arkansas, had 14 and 8 and 2 blocks in 23 minutes. Nick Richards had 7 points, 15 rebounds, and 3 blocks in 25 minutes. I mean, pretty well offset him. He had a couple bad turnovers, just kind of the stone hands, yeah. weird, you know, fumble ruski type stuff that we see from him sometimes. A couple bad fouls, silly fouls. He ended up with four. Um, but, I mean, he was huge. I don't think they win without him. I mentioned, you know, he had some – he had five – of his 15 rebounds, five were offensive. That's huge. Um, and because of him, they just destroyed Arkansas on the glass. Without Reed Travis. Yeah. That, I mean, Calipari, Calipari said, we haven't even mentioned. <laughs> and we haven't, we haven't even mentioned, really, well, well, that they without Reed Travis. No, well, I'm saying that. I know. But what, what Calipari did on the podium was turn to Eric Lindsay, the media relations. He goes, are we out? Do, are we missing, are we a missing big, somebody? Are we missing a big guy right now? And in the interpret, read into what he's saying things, I felt like that was a Duke thing. Like everybody's made oh. a huge deal about. Like, I didn't even take it that well, way. Duke's without 
one of its star players, and uh, you know that can excuse these losses. Two out of well, three. Well, yeah, losses. your boy, your boy John Rothstein made himself look like a fool tonight. Did you see his no. tweet about how he's these, not my boy? Yeah, these losses won't count against Luke against Duke when they when their resumes are. That's absurd. Uh, I mean, that, not, you it's know, completely you have to not you have to true. Consider it, but well, you, Jerry Palm of CBS, who's like their bracketologist, quote tweeted and said, "Yeah, like basically, just like yeah, that's not that's not accurate." <laughs> It'll be yeah. factored in. Yeah, you factor it, it in, but you don't just say they didn't lose the game. They, I mean, you don't. You also uh, might want to point out that they have three other top ten dudes. Yes, uh, they don't have the number one player in the country. They have the number two player, the number three player, the number ten player. Yeah, um, I don't think anybody's. Uh, there's no crying on the yacht, as I would John Calipari says. Uh, Duke uh, has a catamaran, but I, I do think <laughs> catamaran. I do think there might have been a little. That might have been a little hint of the duke thing there interesting because like nobody's you know his point is like you know we're missing like a key figure here like the key player in the first tennessee meeting and that's uh you know we should obviously mention that's next the rematch with tennessee and knoxville on saturday they're probably going to be without reed travis again but to do that tonight to do what they did to come back from 15 down in the second half to crush Arkansas on the boards when they have a first round draft pick playing in the in the paint, mm-hmm. forty to twenty seven on the glass, um, pretty significant, I would say. Yeah, I definitely think it is. I mean, I mean, Kentucky had more defensive rebounds than than Arkansas had total rebounds. Yeah, I mean, EJ Montgomery struggled with foul trouble. That was his big bugger boo today. It kind of felt like any time he would get in the game, he would yeah. immediately pick up a foul, which is something before uh, we started this Reed Travis-less Kentucky experience, that's something that you pointed out. The foul numbers for those guys were just kind of crazy. And, and they had eight fouls between them tonight in 37 minutes. Yeah. so I mean, so That's right on their per 40-minute average. You're going to kind of just have to deal with that, yeah. but you're going to be in a situation where you're going to have to kind of have those guys – um, do that, but I guess overall, just looking at it, I mean, PJ Washington plays average. You're without Reed Travis. Arkansas comes in shooting hot. That was the other thing that was weird. Uh, Hero said that he didn't know <laughs> Isaiah Joe was that good of a shooter. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think he was. I think I think he might have made him that good of a shooter. Yeah, tonight, so but, that, that was a that was a little weird. But yeah, if you take those factors, if you if you say this pregame, Arkansas is going to hit ten threes. They're going to have one dude go off. You're going to get. Nine points and six rebounds total from Reed Travis and P.J. Washington. Obviously, one of them didn't play at all. Yes. Do you win? I mean, you'd think it was probably going to be a tough one. The other team hits 10 threes out of 20, 50%. Uh, and your your two best big men, one doesn't play and one plays his worst game in, in like five weeks. Yep. And you win. Um you outscored. I mean, they outscored them forty-two to twenty-seven in the second half. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. And and outscored them. Uh, I mean, over the last fourteen minutes of the game, by like twenty-five points. So also, it's just a note. When I was looking at the statue, it was unbelievable. And the reason I looked at it is because Calipari mentioned it. He's talking about free throw shooters, and everybody's obviously given a ton of praise to Tyler Hero and as we pointed out earlier his what he's been shooting lately from the line is ridiculous by the way he's now in in position to 
set the school record. He's over 93% for the season. I think he'll get that. Um, but the other guy who hit the late free throws to all the way ice the game were Emmanuel quickly, and those were his only two points of the entire game. And yep. that's, that's I mean, that's a tough spot to be in, but yep. Calabari mentioned they have confidence when he's there, and that play was a that play was a freaking disaster. Like, yes. P.J. Washington got it and just, like, chucked it Almost in the middle a of the Almost a turnover, yep. Yeah, there was a bunch of, like, real – Continuous stuff at the end where I mean yeah, like, the, like for, first of all before Tyler's big free throws they had a baseline out of bounds play where it was like appeared to be drawn up to go to PJ Washington no that was, was that was screen the screener did you guys did no one else understand that no I didn't you know it's like screen it's like everybody says the guy who's open is the guy who sets the screen that's exactly how it was drawn that's up. why he that's why he screened for PJ because he was rolling off and then going to get the ball just like it happened uh Wait, what? When Tyler Hero made those free throws. I'm talking about the pl- before that, when they drew up a play and it PJ got fouled. Oh. Yeah, yeah that I'm was like, a bad one. I was really confused by what you were saying. I thought saying. you were talking about no. the one that Tyler No, no, no. Hero. I'm saying earlier in the game when you're also needing to go, go to the line, before that, PJ Washington at that point was four of eight from the line. They drew up a baseline out of bounds play and threw it into PJ and got it fouled, and he made one of two. And so then they're, instead of up five, they're up four. Arkansas heaves in a three, and it's a one-point game with whatever it was, 20-something seconds to go. And Then they then they call a timeout. Then they draw up a play. And the crazy thing about that was, like you, I said, like set three screens for Tyler Hero, whatever you got to do to get him the ball. They just let him catch it. Well, Arkansas that's what, just that's let him catch it. That's what I was saying happened because oh, he went he to screen and, and then, then rolled out. back. Yeah. to the. And, but, yeah, no, Arkansas defended they, it horribly. Yeah, it was, I mean, he, he caught it with no trouble. And, yeah. then, and then, like – and then he dribbled, yeah, and he dribbled halfway. Well, because it was Gafford didn't want to pick up his fifth foul, so he like right. he like was body checking him, which was really awkward looking. And then like <laughs> yeah. he dribbled down like, the court. Yeah. Uh, yes, it, it was. It was not great, great end of game management, but it was very clutch free throw shooting from here on quickly, yep. and they've been really good at that. I mean, this is Cal Perry's best free throw shooting team. They actually didn't shoot it well tonight overall. No. They missed ten. They were twenty two of thirty two. But the main guys made him at the end, and he said, you know, Tyler, quickly. Ashton Hagens has been really good. He said, he said if you look at us, and I'm, I'm going to go look this up now that he said it. He said, if you look at us in the last two minutes of close games, we are, like, ridiculous percentage at the free throw line. And that's true. I mean, and, and even guys who miss during the game make in the clutch, like uh, Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson has really struggled. Um I think he started one for four at the free throw line, and he made his last two tonight. Yeah. In the I don't. It was pretty late. Um, I don't know if we've even mentioned much about Keldon. Yeah, we thirteen did. and yeah, we I yeah. talked about his defense. Like yeah, man, he started. Man. He started one for seven, and he made four of his last seven shots. Yeah, because he, he made getting, his last two free throws. Was getting to the middle middle part of the court where it was, was kind of his sweet spot. A wild man, like you said, clapping, screaming, jumping all around. Being very active, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Tyler here said that an, they kind an energy of, source for them. They they feed off that. So oh, we have we we have not made note of the fact we're talking about feed off. Cal Perry made a, a totally unusual admission tonight, where he said these guys are going to go where I lead them. They feed off me, and maybe it was me. Yeah, maybe he said maybe I thought we got a breather, <laughs> which Cal never admits that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, very rarely he basically. Straight up acknowledged that he thought Arkansas was trash and yep. they were going to roll in this game. And Arkansas is trash. They were very bad. This would have been a horrible loss. Yes. Arkansas is now 14-14 and 14 and has lost six straight 
conference games and is 5 and 10 in the league. If you lost at home, like they've now lost what nine games in in ten seasons at home Something under Cal like Perry. If your tenth is against that team, that Yeesh. would have been a bad loss, and it would have. I mean, they're they are very much in position to get a one seed right now. I think even if they lose Saturday in Knoxville, they can still get a one seed. But if they had lost this game, nope, bad for business. And very interesting to me that Cal Perry admitted he essentially also overlooked this team. We'll be talking about all those things on the next edition of Locked On Kentucky. Thanks again to First Watch for sponsoring this edition of the show. Be sure to be following along with me on Twitter. I'm at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. I got the post-game interviews. I'm posting them right now. Tyler Hero, Mike Anderson, and John Calipari are all up. You can follow Kyle on Twitter. At Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. He's going to write the legend of I'm a Bucket on The Athletic, I believe, is is the title of what he's going to do after this game so be sure to be checking out the athletic for all that work um and please rate review and subscribe we really appreciate when you guys do that and it means a lot to us thanks so much for listening guys stay tuned for tyler hero talking about buckets you are locked on kentucky Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Okay, you got to solve the mystery. What did you say at the free throw line? I'm a bucket. Damn it. I'm one. <laughs> huh? What did you say? I'm a bucket. What does that mean? I'm, I'm a bucket. A bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What sort of confidence do you bring to a free throw in a clutch because you've only missed one since North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> you got to knock on some wood for me. I got you. All right. uh, I just feel like it's going to go in every time when I shoot free throw. Yes. <laughs> and I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together, Curtis... Well,